bed riding is the newest self-care trend but is it actually self-care and is it safe let's talk about it welcome to the free and happy woman podcast my name is teddy i'm a mind body wellness coach and my mission is to inspire you to prioritize your health healing and happiness i'm here to remind you that all of this is possible no matter where you are in life this is the place where you're going to learn how to put yourself first, stop holding yourself back from your own happiness, and get empowered to return home to yourself. Here, we're going to be talking about topics that help you to dig deeper with yourself and create long-lasting emotional healing so that you can create the life that you truly desire. If any of that resonates with you, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm sending you a great big hug for showing up for yourself today. All right, beautiful soul, let's get started. Hello, my love. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're just seeing my face for the very first time, hey, my name is Teddy, and I love helping women and overgivers to learn how to put themselves first and find joy again through strengthening their emotional health because when you feel good emotionally, everything else follows. If you're watching this on YouTube, consider subscribing and hitting the notification bell if this resonates with you. And also don't forget to hit the like button. It's gonna help other women to get this message as well if they need it. So just like a lot of people, I stumbled across the term bed rotting on TikTok recently. And today I want to get a little bit more into what exactly it entails, if I think it's safe or harmful from the perspective of a wellness coach and some reasons why you might want to consider it or not consider it so let's dive in so just a little summary bed riding is all about spending an entire day in bed as a form of self-care people intentionally disconnect from their usual responsibilities and just focus on relaxing and just doing things that they enjoy like reading watching movies or getting into creative hobbies it can be a subjective thing and different people might see it in different ways some people find it super refreshing and rejuvenating to take a break from the daily grind and just chill in bed all day which you do need a break from everything at some point because we are human and we are not robots we get tired we get overwhelmed and it's never okay to overwork yourself because the work is always going to be there to do your body however you only get one of those and it's your responsibility to take care of it but you know there's a catch i feel like there's a catch with almost everything in life sometimes the catch is good though but while self-care is essential spending too much time in the bed without any activities can actually have some downsides plus too much isolation can also impact your mental health causing feelings of loneliness or even depression and we'll get into that in a minute but like I said we all need a break and it's okay to do absolutely nothing for a short period of time you need to and you deserve to especially if you're a service provider and all you do is help people on a daily basis as a part of your job we all need time to rest and I can't think of a better way to re-energize and take care of your body a lot of our physical issues like our gut health can get better simply through incorporating more rest and just by having an actual sleep routine and going to bed on time but to lie in bed for a whole day or multiple days though I personally think that's a bit excessive and it can be harmful so I'm gonna give you a few reasons why bed rotting can be deemed as harmful based on my own knowledge and research so that you can make an informed decision on if you think you should add this new self-care practice to your toolkit so my first point when it 
comes down to physical health, extended periods of inactivity can have negative effects on our physical health. Having prolonged bed rest may lead to muscle weakness, joint stiffness, decreased blood circulation, and it can even increase your risk of certain health conditions like blood clots or blood sores. That's why it's so important to incorporate movement and exercise into our daily routine to maintain our physical health and our overall well-being. Now, I'm not saying do strenuous workouts every single day. I definitely don't. But to deprive your body of something that it really needs never really ends well. On top of that, movement is one of the best ways for you to release unprocessed emotions and emotional baggage that a lot of us tend to hold on to, sometimes for years because we just don't know how to release it or work through it. It's just not something that we're taught in our lives because majority of the adults in our lives never learn how to regulate their own emotions either. And I think it's safe to say that a lot of us ended up paying the price for that, which is why if you do wanna learn more about this, I have a free training called Embody Your Healing where I talk all about movement practices and how they can help you to release trapped and unprocessed emotional trauma so that you can step into your full power and become the person you really want to be, a person who is free of their emotional wounds and can live up to their full potential. In the training, there's also a free guided practice that comes along with it for you to try. So if that's something that you're interested in, I will add the link in the description if you're joining me on YouTube or in the show notes if you're joining me on the podcast. Now point number two, mental health. While resting and relaxation are essential for your mental well-being, too much time spent alone or completely disconnected from social interactions can contribute to feelings of loneliness, isolation, and even depression. Just the fact that it has the word rot in it, in bed rotting, it doesn't even sound like something that's super healthy in my opinion, because just think about what happens to a banana or another piece of fruit when it sits for too long. It rots. So to me, it's not even the best name to begin with, but again, that's my own personal opinion. But anyway, when you're taking long periods of rest, you have to consider maintaining your social connections. And I've seen videos of a few people explaining this and a couple of them did say that talking on the phone can be incorporated in this which is good but don't forget that nothing beats face to face and just enjoying the company of the people that you love and getting to feel each other's energy and hug one another to get that oxytocin flowing. 2020 definitely isolated us so much and a lot of people are still trying to find their footing again with social interactions which is completely understandable but it is super important to get some face to face time and with your loved ones. Engaging in meaningful activities outside of the bed and seeking a balance between rest and social engagement is crucial for your mental health. And you don't always have to lie down in order to rest. Resting can be any activity or hobby that allows you to slow down and clear your mind of all of life's stressors. One of my favorite activities is painting. I don't think about nothing. I mean, nothing related to work when I get to be in my creative zone because I don't get to do it very often these days. So when I do, it gets my full attention and I recommend finding some type of artistic outlet or something like that that's just for you and you don't have to be perfect in the beginning. You don't even have to be that good at it as long as it allows you to disconnect from work and rest and think about something other than your never ending to do list. That's going to be super helpful. Number three, productivity and responsibilities. While it's important to prioritize self care, it's also important to manage responsibilities and maintain your productivity. When we neglect responsibilities for extended periods of time, that can actually lead 
lead to more stress if all you're doing is putting things off and you're not using any of your free time to create a plan of attack or develop some discipline so that you don't feel so overwhelmed when you're looking or thinking about all the things that you have to do and all the deadlines that you have to meet. When this kind of activity is practiced regularly, it can potentially have some negative consequences in various aspects of your life. It can be really helpful for you to start planning out your self-care activities in moderation to ensure that they don't interfere with important commitments or deadlines. Your self-care routine should not be limited to just staying in bed all day. Engaging in a variety of activities that promote well-being is very beneficial and depending on what it is, it can be a lot healthier for your mind and your body. Your self-care activities can include light or gentle exercise like yoga or moving to your favorite song with your phone on Do Not Disturb. Some other options can include spending time outdoors and maybe even sunbathing, which you'll still get to lie down, but you'll also be able to get your vitamin D in. You can also find a new random hobby, something that's just for you that allows you to slow down and be in the moment. Like I said, you don't have to worry about being good at everything right away. It's just for you to disconnect from all of those responsibilities just for a short moment so you can take your rest break. You can also do practices like mindfulness or meditation, engaging in social activities, and also seek professional support when needed because there is nothing at all wrong with asking for help. I can never stress that enough. Enough, you're going to gain a lot more by asking for help as opposed to if you didn't. And nobody should have to struggle with any of this alone. Exploring different self-care practices will allow for a more holistic and fulfilling approach to your well-being. So as cool as bed riding may sound, finding balance is key. It's all about mixing in some self-care activities while still getting the things done that you need to get done and staying active. Maybe some days in bed are a great treat, but let's not forget about our responsibilities and keeping our overall well-being in check. But that's all I have today. I am curious, what do you think about this whole trend? May you find peace and balance in our crazy fast-paced world. And don't forget to show up for yourself in the same way that you show up for the people that you love. Until next time, bye. Hey, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I truly hope you got some major takeaways from it that you can start using this week. If this episode resonated with you in any way or helped you in any way, share it with someone that you love. And if you share it on social media, don't forget to tag me because I love seeing how what I do impacts people just like you. Please leave a review on the podcast. That will help me out so, so much. And if you want to learn more about how somatic and embodiment practices can help you to deepen your emotional healing journey and create more long-lasting change in your life, life, be sure to grab Embody Your Healing. This is a free training that I created that goes more into depth on how to utilize these practices and how they can help you to create those changes that you're looking for so that you can finally heal, find your joy, and build the life that you truly desire and deserve. You'll also receive a free guided embodiment practice that will help you to release emotional baggage and feel more love and joy. The link is in the show notes for you, and I can't wait to hear about some of your insights and takeaways from the training soon. I love you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon.